Welcome to Yoga Wisdom, questions about how to live your yoga in daily life, answered by Integral Yoga founder Sri Swami Satchidananda. Can you just lift your little finger, yourself? You cannot. Nobody can ever do that. It's only a, that is what you call the illusion or ignorance. Everything is already being done by that supreme power. Even to move the little finger. Without that force, without that energy, can do that. But sometimes he just allows you to say, I did it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Eh? Don't you know, sometimes dads eh? allow the children to say, I did it. Eh? Suppose the child comes and tries to push a big box. And knowing the strenuous thing, act of the child, the father takes pity on him and says, come on, okay, come on, I'll just help you. Oh, no, Dad, no, Dad, I could do it. <laughs> okay, you do it. And he holds it. The father, without the knowledge of the child, pushes a little by his toe. And the box moves, hey, look, Dad, <laughs> I did it, I did it. <laughs> and the father, oh, yes, my child, really great. Hey! Johnny, come and see, your child did everything, eh? He calls the mother also to see that and how great the child. Mm. <laughs> but the real fact is that he used his toe without the knowledge of the child. Eh? And that's what's happening. It's his Force. It's his energy working through, through and through. Even the very living is not your work. You are not living by yourself. If you all can live because you want to live, why should you die? Huh? Nobody wants to die. Why do they die then? If life, living is completely in your hands, Everybody will live, 120 at least. So even the living is not in your hands. That higher force, whom we call God, our mother, our father, I would like to call her as the mother. Because anything that moves, anything that expresses as the force is the mother. Father is just simply sitting there, tall, that's all. Because father is just static. Anything that is static is father. So even even in the in the father you see the mother working. It's the mother in the father that works. 
The real father is just the awareness. That's all. He doesn't do anything. The awareness in you is the real father. He is just there. He is not doing anything. He is not even witnessing. You cannot even say you are witnessing. What else I could do then you will see. That's my duty. I just simply there. Like the sun. You may say the sun is giving you light. But go and ask the sun, are you giving me the light? Would the sun say, yes, I am giving you the light? No. The sun will say, I am not giving anything. I am just light. Huh? I am light. I don't know that I am giving or taking. I am light. That's all I know. No, you are giving me light. That is your business. Because you seem to be taking light from me, you say, I am giving you light. I am not giving you. If you close your eyes, can I give you light? Huh? The sun asks you, can I give you light if you close your eyes? No. If I am giving, I should be able to give you all the wealth. You are taking it. I am just there. I am. That's all. I am not doing anything. Akatta. That means I am the non-doer. So that is that part, the awareness in you. The awareness in you is the non-doer. Just there. In the presence of that awareness, many things seem to be happen. Something like the magnet is sitting there, but the magnetic field spreads out. If the iron particles come within certain distance, they just get agitated. They move around. Can you say the magnet is moving this? Particles? No. The magnet is... But the very presence of the magnet is enough to make the particles move. In the same way, the father of the spirit of the awareness in you is just sitting there. Static energy. So, but anything that moves is his power, energy. It is the counterpart of that father, the other side of the coin. And that is what you call the mother. They are not different. Father and mother are not different. One side you see changeless, static. Another side you see dynamic. So it is that mother aspect of that one moves everything. And it is that very same mother who created everything in this world that are just confine ourselves with the world. We don't need to be worried about the universe because we don't know how much it is and how big it is. 
everything that is here is the expression of the mother again and is moved by the same mother. Without that mother is forced, nothing could move. That means even your very breath. The breath goes out. It's easy for the air to go out from a punctured tube. How many openings this tube has? Nine. That's why it's called Navadwarapuri. Nine-hold city. And in this nine-hold leather tube, the air seems to be remaining. It's easy to go away. That's why every time it just goes out. And that is our very life. When the air goes out of your body, what does it mean? The life is going out, is it not? And if you are interested in living, do you consciously draw it back? Hey, how can you go out? I have to leave. Come on. Do we do that? Huh? If, if that is going to be our duty, then we won't have time to do anything else then. Huh? Not even to eat. Because... <laughs> Fifteen times a minute we have to be pulling the air back in. But when you do not do it, who takes care of it? That's the mother. Who is interested in your living? Like when you are a baby, even when you are sleeping the whole day, she comes and wakes you up to feed you and then put you back to sleep. There is the physical mother, but the spiritual mother constantly, even after we grow up, she takes care of the life breath. She gives constantly. Every time the breath comes out, the mother says, you better go back again. Sometimes I hear complaints from the breath. Mama, what is this nonsense? You want me to go into him, into that fellow. Every time I go, he burns me out. Hmm? Huh? Isn't it? Huh? Every time I go, I go with fresh life. But that fellow burns me into carbon. <laughs> and you want me to go again? Yes. I want you to go. Why? Because I want my child to leave. I have so much to work through him or her. I need that instrument still. So keep it alive. Well, if you want me, I'll do it. <laughs> Not really with all joy and happiness the air comes back into your mouth. No. Into your nose. No. It just listens to the Mother's command and says, okay, come. Knowing fully well that every time I go, he kills me, he despises me, he wants me to go. That is why I created you. Come on. You are not really killed. When you come out, I'll feed you to something else. There are plans to feed on you. Hmm? Nothing is wasted. 
When you come out carbon dioxide, I'll have somebody else to take care of you. Isn't it so? That is an HS balance. Who takes care of all these things? So when every, every single breath is being taken care of by that mother, can't you take care of other things also? Huh? She will. Our egoism comes in I have to take care of myself. Because I have to do this, I have to do that. Hmm? If I go away, what will happen to this ashram? They will close. Hmm? What will happen to the garage? They will close. What will happen to the press? They have to suppress everything. Hmm? Huh? Yeah, if I don't sit in the reception, there's no perception for the ashram. Huh? Huh? How much kind of egoism we have then? Huh? It's all just nonsense. So we are already surrendered ourselves. So what is it that you are asked to surrender? You are completely under the mercy of that higher force. Then if you are to surrender something, surrender that ignorance. I was a fool all the while. I thought that I am doing everything and I could do everything. Now I realize that. Once you feel that way, you become so humble. You feel humble. The Sanskrit proverb. The Tamil equivalent is Avanandri or Anavum Asayadu. In English you can say, without his will, even an atom cannot move. When we realize this, we are already taken care of. I think somewhere, years before, I read a book or article. Somebody told me, I don't remember exactly, one scientist, a Western scientist, he was asked, how many solar systems, or what do you call that? There's a solar system, one sun and all the planets around, all the Milky Way, the whole thing is called the solar system, isn't it? Huh? A galaxy. A galaxy. Sorry. Huh? How many galaxies are there in this universe or in the cosmos? I heard him giving a kind of funny example. He said, come on. Is that your dog? Yes. Take a electric clipper. The dog was having long, long hair hmm? flowing all over the body. Hmm? So, cut all the hair and then powder it as small as you could. So, each hair is about almost six inches or seven inches long. 
and a nice big grown up dog you cut all the hair and then cut each hair into seven million parts small small speck and then count it then you have probably counted 1 million tap the entire galaxy the universe the cosmos so when the galaxy itself is that small in that galaxy what is our planet and in the planet what is our country how small it is and in this country how small is our town and in this town how small is we and in this group how small is you <laughs> eh compare yourself with this cosmos eh? and not even a speck eh? and with that you speculate eh? <laughs> eh? Eh? that's what when the specks start eh? doing something is called speculation eh? and the very same thing has been said by another great saint in india by the time probably you know saint ramalingam the great saint of worshipper of light a great ecumenical man he has written a book called thiruvarupa in that he spent about 40 or 50 pages without even a paragraph without even any space small print all the 50 pages it's a fairly large book trying to name all the different galaxies and then at the end is it i just gave you a very minute part of the whole and if i continue <clears throat> there's no room in this book or in many more volumes he tried to name everything that means that big is this cosmos and just compare yourself with that then you will see how small you are and here sitting in a corner like a dust like a speck god must have done that he shouldn't have done this <laughs> seem to be a little senseless occasion see what a big decision huh? we make huh? he only don't say that next time when he starts preparing something or creating something you should come and consult me <laughs> that's what you call ignorance of the truth so if you know the truth if you realize it truly 
really and truly as Hamas is really and truly then we cannot consider ourselves to be anything great or this or that and that's enough to completely wipe our ego from all its dirt and you surrender to everything to everybody you see not only to only a selected few you surrender to the whole humanity you see everything as big than you you keep yourself clean not just mere learning i've had enough learning many many big scholars are in terrible state many great saints have said you will be saved if you forget all that you have learned Ramakrishna clearly said, forget all that you have learned. Become an innocent baby. Then you will realize that you are really great. You are divine. You become God. You feel that you are God. So the only way is to realize our smallness and surrender ourselves to that supreme will. Everything else is nothing but ill. So let us think that way. In everything what we do, It's the mother doing it. It's my mother. Even when you lift the finger, who gives the energy? Say, I do it. I lift it. If there is no energy, you can do it. Where does the energy come from? Oh, I ate all, all kinds of balanced diet. <laughs> yes, where did you get that balanced diet? Who prepared it? It comes from the nature again. the mother the mother came herself in the form of your natural balanced food annapurne sadapurne you ate it and you got your strength so it belongs to her with that strength you lifted something and you say i lifted it don't put yourself in that place and claim everything as you were from shivanji and gave another beautiful story one time somebody was traveling in a train as he got into the compartment he saw a big bundle of sugar cane he was a lover of sugar cane but still he can just go and touch it because must be somebody who is traveling in the same compartment at the next station a ticket examiner got into the 
compartment and he was checking everybody's ticket and uh, uh, later on he asked whose bundle is this because he didn't see anybody having the luggage eh, receipt for that because it's quite heavy so the fellow who really brought it in thought that he could somehow sneak it out eh, without paying the luggage so he just left it there so when he realized that nobody is giving the luggage receipt he asked whose bundle is this everybody was sitting quiet particularly the owner he cannot say yes it's mine because he didn't get the luggage paid for it and this fellow who got in and got salivated <laughs> hey nobody seemed to be saying probably somebody must have got in and forgot it and got out in the earlier station that that's why nobody seems to be claiming it and he said hey sir it's mine oh is it you were yes yes it's mine hmm, where is the luggage ticket what is that i don't understand you don't need a luggage ticket to eat sugar cane <coughs> he thought that it's he needs some salt or pepper to eat the sugar cane because he was totally ignorant of that luggage business then he said no it's too heavy you have to pay the luggage eh? the price for it i don't know that well doesn't matter at least now you know hmm? come on how much is that normally you should have paid 15 rupees now because you didn't pay anything i'm going to charge you for a fine penalty for that another 15 30 rupees my gosh the bundle itself won't cost more than 3 rupees i don't know where it cost 3 rupees or not we i charge according to the weight 30 rupees come on take up i don't know it's not really mine no nonsense you are trying to escape from this come on or they're going to take you to the police so, i should have kept quiet <laughs> simply because nobody claimed i said it's mine so the problem because i said it's mine i am in terrible state now <laughs> that's what simply because you claim it's mine you are charged for it so the easiest thing is it's not mine it's thine it's finished don't claim anything as you wish you have no claim over anything you never brought anything with us never going to take anything with us just all come on the way you want make use of it keep it clean leave it for others and go so when you think of all these things you can't say anything that is yours and you will feel that you have already surrendered your ego becomes so clean 
and you become blessed. Blessed are the pure. You will see God. Hmm. Hmm. How can I become selfless? My selfishness usually seems to control me. Well, probably all I said eh, answers this also. Eh? So, become a total vegetarian. Don't allow that fish to come in. Selfish. <laughs> yeah. When you allow the fish to come in your life, then the entire life becomes fishy. <laughs> yeah. When you become fishy, then there are a lot of hooks hanging around. Yeah. <laughs> Om Shanti In a court of law I was judged to owe man a certain amount of money however after considering the situation for a long time I believe that I owe the man no money certain circumstances allow me the option but I don't know what is right. If you can help me to act properly, please. All love. Thank you. Well, it's difficult to answer this question because what is that certain circumstances allow me to be option? Hmm? Because without knowing the exact situation, if you really uh, owe the money, you have to pay. Even if the court says you don't need to your conscience is your judge ask your conscience if your conscience says that yes you got that money from Imam you have to pay it back pay it back if you don't pay today you have to pay tomorrow if not tomorrow next life yes you cannot escape from that many a times we have heard there was one story, a true story in Ceylon. I was in a in a Ceylon in a tea estate, and a, a humble, an illiterate estate worker. He told me a story that one day he. No, he felt that he has a big dog and it is probably useless for him and he can't manage it and he doesn't need it and he wanted to give it away to somebody. That night he had a dream and the dog came in his dream and told him, please don't give me away 
and paying you my debt. I owed you some money. I was dead earlier and I am paying you by watching your heart. Allow me to purge out my karma. Don't give me away. Hmm? So, we have to pay one way or another. Thanks for listening to this Integral Yoga Multimedia Podcast. We hope you'll subscribe. For more information on Sri Swami Satchidananda and Integral Yoga, please visit us online at integralyoga.org.